brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Oh. Okay, well, <laughs> anyways, well, thanks for being with us, and we will see you again next week. We'll have another message for you to make your life much greater, greater life. Thank you. Your NBC Sports Radio update starts now. So far, so good in baseball. I'm Jeff Biggs, and on a big day today with uh, the Hall of Fame induction ceremonies going on as we speak at Cooperstown, the Red Sox and the Yankees debuting their two new starting pitchers, and so far, so good. They're going to the seventh at Fenway. Nate Eovaldi e- Nate got the start for the Red Sox, and they are leading the Twins 3 to nothing. Again, that's going to the top of the seventh. Meanwhile, top of the sixth in the Bronx and the Yankees with Jay Happ, who's allowed uh, just a couple of hits, actually one hit, with two strikeouts, the Yankees are crowning the Royals 5 to nothing in the top of the sixth. Also going on right now, bottom six in Detroit. The Tribe are up on the Tigers 5-1. to one. The Reds are blanking the Phillies 4 to nothing in the seventh. Marlins up 4 nothing on the Nationals now in the fifth. And they're going to the fifth in Atlanta. The Braves up on the Dodgers 4 to nothing. Also, the Mets on top of the Pirates in Pittsburgh 1 to nothing. And the Astros with a 1-0 lead, bottom of the fourth over the Rangers. That is in Houston. Mentioned the class of 2018 for the Baseball Hall of Fame. The festivities are winding down as we speak in Cooperstown with Chipper Jones, joined by Vlad Guerrero, the first player to go in to the Hall as an Angel, former Padres closer Trevor Hoffman, underrated slugger and home run hitter Jim Tomey, and a couple of Tigers, Alan Trammell and fiery starter Jack Morris. So that's what's going on there. Uh, as NFL training camps Continues so to the injuries today in Tampa Bay. Bucks first round pick Vita Vey was carted off the field with a leg injury. The good news is they don't believe the injury is going to be serious. So that's good news for the Bucks. Also, golf right now, Dustin Johnson is alone atop the leaderboard at 19 under par through five. DJ has a three shot lead in the final round of the Canadian Open. I'm Jeff Biggs. This is NBC Sports Radio. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. This is Dick from Carpet Masters. Carpet Masters has been serving the Inland Empire for over 60 years. We are locally owned and operated by the Stevens family. We not only clean carpet and furniture, we clean many loose rugs, including Oriental rugs. Oriental rugs are cleaned in our modern facility where the fringes are cleaned by hand, then hung in our modern facility to dry. We do not use steam cleaning to clean your fine furniture. Furniture is cleaned by hand using the same absorption cleaning used in the White House. 
Some furniture we bring into our plant to clean properly. We normally use two men on each cleaning job using the extraction method. There is nothing that would clean carpet better for our customers. Our job is to clean properly with quality first. Google Carpet Masters San Bernardino and give us a call or go to carpetmasterssocal.com. Are you or a loved one suffering from an addiction? If so, help is available. Many people are getting help from a recovery center called Sheer Recovery. You can call Sheer Recovery now at 888-SHEER-51. That's 888-743-3751. If you have insurance, your treatment may be covered at little to no cost. Most importantly, you can't lose your job because you decide to get help. Sheer Recovery is staffed with professionals who understand addictions and how to treat addictions. They understand what an addicted person goes through every day. So if you or a loved one are suffering from an addiction, it's time to call Sheer Recovery at 888-SHEER-51. That's 888-743-3751. A better life begins with Sheer Recovery. Call 888-743-3751 or go online at www.sheerrecovery.com. KCAA. It's not just a home or a car. It's the five hours you spend in the kitchen mastering your epic wing recipe and the three-hour family road trip to the tailgate party. While other insurance companies just see them as bundles or combos, State Farm agent Joe Omlani sees your home and car as the time and memories you put into them. Joe understands what your things really mean to you, and he's here to help you give them the protection that they deserve. Call State Farm agent Joe Omlani in Redlands for your home and auto insurance today. Hey guys, this is Andrew Caravella. Just wanted to let you know that KCAA has a new listener line for all of you that have a phone. Now you can listen to KCAA in the grocery store, in the doctor's office, or when you want to pretend you're on the phone with someone just so that creeper will leave you alone. Call 720-835-3099 today and listen to your favorite KCAA radio shows. That number again, 720-835-3099. KCAA radio, the station that leaves no caller or listener or behind. KCAA is your CNBC news affiliate. We're the station that gets down to business. Welcome to the Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. Each week on this program, Jeff and his guests share their expertise, personal anecdotes, and the latest industry news to keep you in the loop. Now to provide you with insight and help you navigate the consistently changing world of real estate lending, here is your host for the Mortgage Voice, Jeff Barton. Welcome everybody, I'm Jeff Barton. I'm your voice in the mortgage industry, 888-713-2929. That's our telephone number. Pick up the phone and give us a call. We are talking mortgages today, and if you're out there and you need a mortgage, give us a call. Or you can email us, info at malibufunding.net. We certainly uh, can be found in a number of different places, KCAA, KMET, KTHO, all of these three great radio stations. I want to say hi and thank you to all of them for helping us out, helping us bring our radio show to the uh, great people in the Inland Empire and up in Northern California and parts of Nevada. Uh, we do try to bring great guests to the show. We try to bring information to the show. But more importantly, if we can be of help to you in any way in terms of trying to understand the mortgage business, you will see claims out there. You will see all kinds of pitches. You will see people who say, hey, 
don't believe that, believe this. Well, you have to do research, and I'm one of these people that believes that unless you're looking or talking to two or three different professionals in the mortgage industry, you're going with the first person you see, and 80% of the people out there do exactly that. It's against the advice that I think that anybody would give, especially with a, a mortgage. Let's face it, it's the biggest financial decision you're ever going to make. I know you've heard it. I know you think it. But when it comes down to how lazy are you, yeah, most of us are pretty lazy. I mean, if I'm going to buy a car, I decide before I go to the dealer that I'm going to buy a car. It's just the way it is. If I decide to buy a house, I'm going to buy a house, and that's just the way it is. It doesn't matter whether I get a mortgage from XYZ or um, TQM. It just doesn't matter. Well, I'm here to tell you that it does matter. You need to find somebody who has flexibility, who has the time to spend with you, who can give you the uh, time-honored tradition of service. Uh, we have in our company a fiduciary responsibility to you as the borrower, and my company, the company that works for uh, that I work for is Malibu Funding, Inc. They're also the sponsor for this show. They have an NMLS number of 79620 for those out there who are uh, needing that information. And uh, their website, by the way, is uh, www.malibufunding.net. It's malibufunding.net. And if you go to malibufunding.net, you will see that there are not only a number of different programs there, but in the uh, About Us section, you will see loan officers. There's probably about 40 of them in there. And if you contact any of these people, I'm sure you will get terrific response. Customer service is the only way that small business stays in business. Um, they are not Rocket Mortgage. They are not Quicken Loans. They are not Chase. They are not uh, Bank of America, Wells Fargo. None of these larger institutions, you got to go to them. If you want a loan, and by the way, they usually get most of their business from portfolios that they've already established. And for those out there who are thinking, what is a portfolio? Let's say I'm Bank of America, and I just did 500,000 loans last year. Most of those loans I will keep and service myself. A vast majority of them I will send off to Fannie and Freddie, but I will service the loans. I will you know, send out the mortgage statements and... You will uh, send out the mortgage bill and you will send them back to me. That is a portfolio of loans. If you have loans that you keep in your pipe, i.e., you don't sell them to Fannie and Freddie, yeah, that's what we call a portfolio loan. Now, there's a lot of lenders out there who do portfolio loans, but let's say you are that type of person. If you're in the refinance, and I'm the guy, and I'm with Bank of America, and they're holding my loan, and I want to refinance with a different company because I want to take either money out of my house or I want to lower my um, rate and term of my loan or I want to go to an interest only, whatever the case may be. Those particular notices or the request for the demand of how much you owe on your loan goes right to Bank of America. And those people will pick that up and go, aha, someone's trying to get out of a Bank of America loan, and they will call you on the phone. So that happens all the time in portfolio products. If you're with a company like uh, Malibu, who does not portfolio loans, who funds loans, but does not portfolio the loans, meaning they don't service the loans, they don't hold the paper, they immediately sell them off. So there is no incentive for them to be able to uh, continue to grind you or uh, circle back and hit you again or come at you as if somehow if you want a, a different kind of loan from a different kind of product, hey, why don't you use us again? 
So if you're out there and you're listening to the show and you're uh, thinking about getting a mortgage, shop around a little bit. Good thing about Malibu Funding, good thing about a lot of mortgage bankers, mortgage lenders, mortgage brokers, is that they deal with dozens of companies, dozens of different lenders that can offer you uh, many, many, many different types of loans, whether it's, as I said, interest only, whether it's an ARM product, a 5-1, a 7-1, a 10-1. Uh, and by the way, we have a, a guy coming up on the show later on today who's going to talk a little bit about uh, interest-only loans, which I think is a terrific product if you are an investor. If you're an investor out there and you're only looking for a loan for maybe three, four years, by the way, that four-year window has been up from a two-year window in terms of escaping the short-term capital gains. Check with your accountant, but making sure that you can keep all the money rather than have the uh, tax person come in and take it away from you. I, it is a four-year window now, so you're going to need a longer-term loan. The interest-only product, the ARM product, these are all terrific products for you to be able to utilize if, in fact, you need that type of product on your investment. Let's talk rates a little bit here. Oh, first thing I want to talk about is the uh, under-35 homeownership rate rising fastest. Okay, what does this mean? We have three blocks in this country of homeowners, right? We have the, the, the uh, baby boomers, boomers, which I'm a member of, uh, born in 19... 45 to 65, then we have the Gen Xers, uh, 65 to 85, and then 85 to 2000 are the Millennials. Now, under 35, so we're talking Millennials here, home ownership rate rising fastest. Now, we've talked about the Millennials as the greatest group of borrowers out there, the greatest homeowner section, but their homeownership rate is really not that high. So we're, what we're seeing now is, uh, and I'll read this from Jan Swanson, thank you Jan, once again, uh, article about the homeownership rate, and she says the rate was lowest in the West at 59%. Now we're talking about 59% of homeowners who are under 35 owning homes. That's really low. We are looking at a national, um, uh, let's say the the Caucasian group uh, in the millennials is 73%. If you're looking at uh, the rate overall in different sections of the country, 59% in the West, which is not great. Uh, largest gain of any region, rising almost a point to 61.3%, is the Northeast. Uh, let's see. Uh, there are other demographics in this that I think are important. We look to um, African Americans, we look to Hispanics to be larger blocks of homeowners. Although, and I don't know where the where the uh, uh, problem exists, but uh, HMDA, HMDA, which is the Home Mortgage Disclosure Act, is going to now start tracking at the end of 2018. I'm 100% against it, just simply because it drives costs up. And I can't have more costs because we don't have enough loans to pay for what we're doing now. But regardless, HMDA is trying to figure out why homeownership rates are lower for uh, minorities, the Hispanic community, the African-American community, although even, even the Asian community is less than the Caucasian community why that is. It isn't necessarily based on um, region. It's not based on uh, other demographics, i.e. education, uh, uh, what your job is, certain things that would normally take, take this and say, oh yeah, that makes sense. No, this doesn't make sense. So we're trying to see if there's some redlining going on, i.e. interest rates for certain minorities are higher in certain sections of the country than other sections of the country uh, for whites. And as a direct result of this type of collection of, of uh, information, a lot of different uh, 
regulations are going to come into play, which is going to drive costs up. Obviously, the cost of lending keeps going up. And when we get into the Humda regulations or we get into the demographic uh, under 35 homeownership rates rising, what we're talking about here is, is a mere 2 or 3%. We're not talking about the same percentage as it would be for you know, baby boomers, white baby boomers, which I happen to be a member of, which 73% of them own their own homes. So when we talk real estate, when we talk mortgage lending, what we're trying to do is improve the overall look of those particular groups who have not had, I guess, either the opportunity or have not yet bought into home ownership. Home ownership is the number one way to wealth building. Anybody out there that tells you different is wrong. Now, in this market, we are seeing people take money out of their house and then invest it into investment properties in order to get long-term residual income. Again, if you're thinking of taking money out of your house, the good idea is to make sure you're shopping around, make sure you're checking programs, rates. Um, obviously, anybody who's thinking of doing that, please give us a call. But certainly, if you're listening to the show, you will have a couple of different lenders on today call them too. make sure you're getting a def, uh, you know different rate different um uh i guess criteria for the loan whether you're a qm or non-qm person anyway i'm jeff barton your voice in the mortgage industry really glad you're listening to the show today and we'll be right back you're listening to the mortgage voice with jeff barton we'll be right back with more in just a moment for more information on today's topic Email Jeff Barton at info at malibufunding.net. Now, back to The Mortgage Voice with your host, Jeff Barton. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry, 888-713-2929. That's our telephone number. If you pick up the phone and give us a call, we can talk to you about your mortgage. And guess what? It is summertime. A lot of things happening in the mortgage marketplace right now. Uh, actually, we've seen a bit of uh, stabilization of rates, uh, a little bit of actually come down. Uh, there's a lot of long-term effects about what's going on, both in the real estate market as well as the bond market. Uh, we've seen GDP grow up to 4% in the second quarter of this year. That came out just last week. So a lot of things that are interesting in the economy, which are affecting the housing market and also what's going on in the mortgage market. I'm Jeff Barton. Thanks for tuning in. If you'd like to email us, info at malibufunding.net is our email address. I'd like to say hey to everybody at KCAA, KMET, and K-Tahoe, all our great affiliates who bring the show to you each and every week. San Bernardino, Riverside, Tahoe, hello, hello. How's everybody doing on this nice, hot, warm day? Uh, stay cool and stay hydrated. We're going to get into a little bit of how to do house showings a little bit later in the show. But off the top, uh, I brought to the show today another great expert who's going to tell us something about what his company is doing uh, in order to solve some of the issues of people trying to get a mortgage who may not be qualified for one type of mortgage uh, or may be able to help you in another area. Uh, it's Richard Gage from Pri Priority Financial. And uh, Richard, first time on the show. Thanks for doing this. How are you? I'm just fine, Jeff. Thank you for having me. Thank you very much. Okay, tell us a little bit about Priority uh, Priority Financial. I think we've, uh, years ago, had uh, another rep from your company on, but give us an idea of what you guys do, what you specialize in, how you're out there helping the public. Priority Financial is the largest non-QM mortgage lender in the U.S. Non-QM is qualified mortgage, so... Qualified mortgages are your 
less risky 43% DTI full documentation loans. U.S. government set those up in 2014. The other ones, alternative documentation loans, 12 and 24-month bank statements to qualify your income, higher debt-to-income ratios, right. uh, interest-only loans, we do those. We, we try to satisfy the market in that area more often than not. You know, so we, get a, we get a ton of calls for that interest-only program, um, and uh, knowing that you guys have that, give us, give us your highlights on the program itself. It's obviously an ARM product. Uh, give us some of the uh, degrees of uh, difficulty in order to get that kind of loan, and then, uh, you know, tell us what it is. You can qualify uh, either way. You can do a qualified mortgage or a non-QM mortgage, and, and well, you can get the non-QM for, for interest-only. Right. On it, you can get an interest only with a FICO score as low as a 660. Um, you can get a 5-1 or 7-1 or 10-1 arm for the interest only. Rates are ranging from four and a half to five and a half six. Well, that's pretty good. How you qualify? Yeah, that's that's a pretty good rate for that. Yeah, yeah, and then you're only paying interest for 10 years, and then the remainder of a 30 year. You're paying interest only for 10, right. remaining 20 years is fixed. Right, exactly. It's fixed the remaining 20 years? What's the rate? What's the cap? What's the index? All that kind of stuff? It, it's, uh, Jeff, it depends. At that time, wherever rates are, it's indexed right. according to where rates have moved in 10 years at that point. They can only go up 2% per year once right. it's indexed at that time. Uh, and then, of course, during the period for interest only for the first 10 years, it just depends on whatever you establish for 5, 7, or 10 years. Okay, excellent. No, well, that's very interesting. Do you, do you find a lot of people going to that just because they like the um, lower payment? Yes, uh, more and more. As a matter of fact, right. the, the, the one area that's growing the most for new loans is that non-QM, and a lot of those are interest-only, just to lower your monthly payment. Get into the same loan, but have a lower payment. Right. Do you so, find that a lot of these customers are looking to either flip the property within the first four, four or five years, or do you think most of them are looking to hold long-term and to refi? Uh, I'm not seeing, as popular as it is on TV, I'm not seeing the flipping going on as much with those interest only. And I'm glad you asked that, too, because it's being used for investment property a great deal. So you can buy the investment property, I want to mention something else, and do it with what's called a DFCR. Use the income from the property to qualify, to help you qualify to get into the loan to purchase the property. So you can do that as well and do that interest only. So okay, we're, we're seeing a lot more of that. Yeah, we're talking to Richard Gage from Priority Financial, and we're, we're talking about an interest-only product. Uh, they were big back in the day uh, before the crash. Uh, there were a lot of people using them, and I think they were really using them as a way by which they could get the lowest possible payment uh, through kind of signature loans. That doesn't exist anymore. So what you're looking for now is uh, some skin in the game. How do you guys feel about your particular product versus some other companies that are out there doing something similar? Uh, we're, I, we're very rate competitive. Right. And uh, we're a little more lenient as far as who will allow in. So uh, you can qualify using alternative 
documentation for your income, but still get the interest only. And we're very competitive in that regard, trying to push the boundaries a little bit on what you can qualify with. Give us give us an example of some of the documentation. Are you talking about just uh, like uh, CPA letters? Are you talking about just uh, um, bank statements only? Uh, what are you looking at in terms of the income documentation? You can do, Jeff, you can do either a 12-month uh, bank statement or a 24-month bank statement program, and you produce your bank statements, personal or business, one or the other, for 12 months or 24 months, better rate if you do 24 months on top of it. And then you also supply, and in our case, an unaudited uh, a P&L, a profit law, an unaudited profit law. So it okay. doesn't have to come from your CPA to help qualify. So we can look at what losses you've been taking along with the deposits that you've been making in your account. That's how we establish it. And do you guys so. hold on to all your own paper when you do the loan, or do you sell them off? And the only reason I ask that is obviously um, uh, the risk to uh, whoever the end investor is, is is based on whatever the matrix you're using in order to do the loan. A lot of companies yep. do hold on to the paper. I just don't know if you guys do. We hold on to a lot of our paper. We, we sell off about half. We hold on to about half Okay. on top of it. And again, you know, with the... When we're doing a qualified mortgage, you can sell it to Fannie Freddie, and, and they'll pick it up, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, and they'll pick up the loan. They'll purchase it on it. And, and for the non-QM, we hold on to a lot of those loans, and, of course, we assume the risk. Of course. Of it. But um, that's how we do it. So some are sold, and then some we retain and then service. Now, do you, um, in different parts of the country, uh, Malibu Funding, who's the sponsor of this show and who I work for also, they, um, they have uh, offices in like 10 different states. So if you're here in California, let's say, and you wanted to have a uh, income property in Nevada or out in Florida or Texas or something like that, could you guys do that too? Yes, we, we do. We're uh, licensed to do business in about uh, 23 states. Okay. So as long as we have our license as a company in Texas, Nevada, California, like Malibu Funding, to a great extent, New York, right. Illinois, Florida, then we can we can do the loan from here, but we can do it there. Of course, so. yeah. New York, how is that doing business there? I've always thought about doing business out in New York, but always thought that the uh, bureaucracy there would make it really difficult to, for an out-of-state company, is it? Uh, it, it is a little. It is a little trickier to do it. Uh, Chicago's like that as well, right? Uh, so you have to know some of the ins and outs of that market. But there's such big markets for business. Nothing's as big as California, obviously. But but they're very big, and it's it, it, to me it, it, it's worth it to to kind of know some of the regulations, some of the nuances, so you can do it there. Hey, could but, you shout out your phone number quickly? we got about 30 seconds left, so if people want to get a hold of you who can't see the video feed, uh, they can. 214-794-6292. Great, Richard. Thank you very much. I really appreciate you coming on the show and giving us this great information. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. Thanks okay. for having me. Okay, absolutely. And that's Richard Gage from Priority Financial. I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry, and we'll be right back. You're listening to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. We'll be right back with more in just a moment. For more information on today's topic, email Jeff Barton at info at malibufunding.net. Now, back to The Mortgage Voice with your host, Jeff Barton. 
Welcome back, everybody. I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry, 888-713-2929. That's our telephone number here. Please pick up the phone and give us a call. Why? Because you probably need some questions answered about your mortgage, your real estate deal. What's going sideways? How come it isn't closing? Why can't I get a loan? All of these are very legitimate questions. And you know what? We have some answers. We may not have all the answers, but we certainly have some uh, answers for you, especially if you're in the beginning phase trying to figure out who you're going to work with. We have a great step-by-step plan by which you go out and interview some people. Anyway, give us a call if you'd like to email us, info at malibufunding.net. My Twitter handle is at Jeff6493. You can see us on YouTube, and also themortgagevoice.com has all of these shows as well as the Las Vegas Real Estate Show uh, that we shoot for television, both of these shows on air. KMET, uh, KCAA, and K-Tahoe are the three great radio stations that carry the radio feed, which also have the video component to it as well. We do bring great guests to the show who have answers, who have um, experience in the field, and from uh, Real Estate Mortgage Network, REMN. Again, uh, another terrific guy, Brian Hewitt, been on the show many times. Brian, how are you? I'm doing very well, Jeff. How are you doing? I'm, I'm well, too. Thank you very much. We were talking just briefly off-air about buying into equity on some of the programs that you've uh, talked about. Just give us a little recap of what, because it was such a, a great story. I wanted to save it for on-air. Okay. Well, yeah, definitely. I mean, as a, a consumer and a listener, I would grab a piece of paper, because I'll go into a little more detail a little bit later in this, but... The homestyle renovation and the FHA 203Ks where people are buying the worst house in a good neighborhood, Right, they're walking into instant equity. And to give you an idea of the significance of this, when people are looking to maybe move up, and you know they're already a homeowner, they're looking to maybe move up to a nicer house, they're finding out that they might be priced out in certain communities. Right. But they can do it. They can do a renovation or a remodel of their house at significantly less. Um, I've run into situations where a consumer may say, "Okay, I can re- I can renovate my house or remodel it for a hundred thousand dollars," and that might seem like a lot. There are companies out there that will do a consumer loan for fifty-five thousand of it, but then you need to come up with another forty-five. Right. Um, the interesting thing is a $55,000 consumer loan has an average monthly payment of a, over $900. Or $900. Well, that's you have a it's about an 18% mortgage, loan. No, actually, the interest, no, because of the way it's structured, here's the interesting thing. We looked at a company that does remodeled loans. They're right. non-secured signature loans from a consumer. Their rate Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. 0.99 to 24.99. Right. And they have written $3.6 billion in these types of consumer loans. Wow. Wanted to compare it to the difference of doing a mortgage versus doing the consumer loan. Right. So at a five and a quarter percent interest rate, the consumer loan is over $900. It's almost $1,000 a month He's on a $55,000 loan. Right. The same thing in a mortgage is less than $300. Right. And that would be the difference on a 203K? That would be the difference of doing a consumer loan where you just, where you're not, where you're just letting, you're just signing paperwork versus actually doing a mortgage, whether it be a 203K or a home style. Right. Okay. So this company has made a tremendous amount of money. I'm not going to name them. But <laughs> it's not the most advantageous financing for a consumer. If you have the ability to replace your bathroom and all your kitchen and all your bathrooms, right? but it's going to cost you 300 a month or 900 a month, I mean, the math tells you which one you would probably pick. Well, tell me, now, the, the one that is the home style or the okay. uh, 203K, they require yeah. the refinance of the first mortgage, right, with the additional amount of money tacked on. So the overall mortgage that the consumer currently has really depends on what the blended rate will be for the new loan versus what they're paying on the old loan, right? Right. That is, yes, that is true. So I'll give you an example. If you were, let's say currently you had an interest rate at, you were able to refi towards the lower side of the market and you were at, on an FHA loan, three and a half. Right. Or on a conventional loan, you were at four and a quarter. Okay. You're realistically looking at an interest rate, potentially a half higher, maybe even three, maybe even three quarters higher. Right. But you're also talking about a larger loan balance. So yes, your house payment is going to go up. So for about every uh, between fifty to a hundred thousand dollars, your house payment will go up three to four hundred dollars. Okay. Now that's if you do any type of renovation loan as a mortgage. Now, if you don't do it as a mortgage and you do it as a consumer loan, fifty thousand dollars will cost you nine hundred a month. On top of your mortgage that you're already paying at three and a half percent or four and a quarter, right? Correct. Right. Yeah. So the 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 thing is that your 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 a consumer may go to a contractor or may go to like a a design and build type contractor where they have everything in place, and they're looking at the easy route. Now, of course, everybody knows a mortgage is a little bit harder to go through. But if you're going to save me $600 a month, I think I might take the extra month and go the harder route. 
Absolutely. Now, when you tack these loans, not that tacking these loans, but I mean, yeah. the consumer loan is like an, another loan, whereas the 203K or the uh, home style is just one loan. It's just one loan, and the interesting thing is it's considered rate and term because the money goes into the house, not into the consumer's pocket. Right. And, and in most cases, the interest is tax deductible. Now, now, of course, that's changing a little bit. But isn't the appraisal also uh, an issue in terms of how they're appraising the property? Tell us about how they're appraising the property. So that's the great thing. Right. The property is appraised as a completed project. So today you have a house that you bought five or six years ago, or maybe you're looking to purchase a house that has never been updated. Right. They're going to consider that house in the appraisal world. They have, they have a structure of levels like one through five. One is a brand new house. Nobody's ever lived in it. And five is a house that nobody's lived in for the last 10 years right. in a state of decay. Right. This is a house that needs so, help. Right. <laughs> I know those houses. Yeah. So what happens is if you buy a house, and let's say it's a, a four level. Right. But you renovate your house or remodel your house. You put all new kitchen, all new bathrooms in it. All of a sudden, you're a, two, you're a status two versus a status four. Right. You gain instant equity that way. So when the appraiser looks at the contractor's paperwork, they'll come up with a value. So, for example, if somebody bought a house for 400000 but it was a 4 versus a 2, and they do a renovation that would bring it to a 2, that 400000 may be worth 500000 depending where you live. Now, in, in describing the house, square footage... Yeah lot size and location they really use the comps in general so you're saying that because of the fact that this is a renovation it's almost like you're you know getting a new house that you can go beyond the 15 percent variance that they usually look at even in in the worst or the best neighborhoods oh yes yeah tremendously you know i'll give you an example i sent out a set of docs today for a consumer who purchased a home right and it's in a very nice neighborhood in Northern California. And the house literally was probably the worst house in the neighborhood. I'm surprised the association allowed them to get to that point. Right. They bought this house in a neighborhood where most of the houses are over 800000 Wow. They were able to buy this house for $420,000. Their renovation costs were 120000 Right. We build a contingency reserve in, in case there's any surprises during the renovation. Of course. So we built an $18,000 contingency reserve. The consumer is not going to be able to live in this house through the construction for the first five or six months. Right. So we even built $24,000 worth of house payments while they're not living in the house into the loan so that they can make just their rent payment and not have a rent and a house payment. Right, we got about 30 seconds. Okay. Well, let me run through this real quick then. Right. Their total cost was 618000 Right. They put down 22000 Their loan was 573000 Right. Their after-approved value was 878000 
when the work's done, their equity is $305,000. Wow. That is unbelievable. You got any of those houses left? <laughs> it sounds like I don't some... Know. I normally see equity gains at right, 100 to 150. Yeah, that's 300,000. Brian, thank you very much. This is a great program. Shout out your phone number quickly for anybody who wants to get more information about this particular program from you directly. Certainly. It's Brian Hewitt at 949-529-7366. Thank you very much. And Brian, I will want to get you on again to continue the discussion about this terrific, these two terrific programs. Thanks very much. All right. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you very much. That's Brian Hewitt from uh, REMN, Remen a real estate mortgage network, and I'm Jeff Barton, your host in The Mortgage Voice, and uh, we'll be right back. You're listening to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. We'll be right back with more in just a moment. For questions or comments, send emails to info at malibufunding.net. Now, back to The Mortgage Voice with your host, Jeff Barton. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry, 888-713-2929. That's a telephone number. Pick up the phone. Give us a call. We're going to talk mortgages today. We're going to talk hard programs. We're going to look at way you spend your money in terms of investing in real estate. How are you doing it? And what are you going to do if you have a problem? Let's say you're a, a person who is working. Okay, that's the first step you got to have. You got to have a job, but you work for yourself. And um, you're thinking, okay, I don't pay myself. I basically run my own business and I run everything through my business accounts. And so therefore I'm writing off my rent that I currently pay. I want to buy a house, but I'm renting. So I, you know, I write off my rent for my business. I have a car that I lease and I'm writing that off as well. Uh, and there are numerous other write-offs on my business. So my taxes at the end of the year show me making less than $30,000 when really I'm running 100000 a month through the business. Okay, there are a lot of people like that out there. And if you're one of them, I totally understand it. Uh, about a year, year and a half ago, a lot of companies came out with what they call non-QM products. We've had a couple of people and we'll have on the show today talking about QM and the expansion of the non-QM space has really grown rapidly for the last two and a half, one and a half to two and a half years. The reason is, is that uh, the Fannie Mae and the Ginny Mae and the Freddie Macs and the Sally Mae of the world make it a little bit more difficult in order for conventional loans to be bought and sold. So they have a very strict guideline that they, you have to, as a lender, adhere to in order to lend money to certain types of people. Well, in the non-QM space, there's none of that because the government agencies or the GSEs do not purchase any of these type of loans. So, for instance, if you're one of these people I just described and you want to get a loan and you find a company in the non-QM space to give you that loan, let's say you want to buy a $500,000 house and you have to have, you know, let's say 20% equity in so that because the math's easier and you want a $400,000 loan in the non-QM space. Well, those loans that they make to you are not sold to government, to GSEs, right? Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, they're not buying them. Uh, Ginny Mae, they're not buying them. So these are all private sector loans. And as the QM space or the non-QM space grows, private sector funding of loans also grows, which is a good thing. We are seeing a very good economy right now, uh, something that we've probably not seen for, well, they say since 2014. But let's say we can sustain above 3% GDP for the next year which is a good point 
uh, to 1.2 percent higher than anything during the last couple of years of the uh, Obama President Obama's administration. So if you're in that world and you're a lender, you're thinking, okay, this is this is a good economy. It looks like property values are going to be sustained and maybe even grow anywhere from you know six to ten percent per year. Uh, this is a good market to be in. So that's why you're seeing a a lot of uh, a plethora, I wanted to say, which I don't like the word, but it's the only word I can think of at the moment. So you're seeing a lot of lenders in the QM space because they can fund these type of loans. They can hold on to the paper or find an institutional or a foreign sovereign or somebody else insurance fund, somebody else to pick up large groups of these particular types of loans and hold on to them and service them. So that's why there's more and more of these loans out there. Private sector being what it is in an up market, in a market that the GDP is growing. Yes, this is the time to get these type of loans. And by the way, in the non-QM space, now we're looking at rates in the, let's talk about rates for a second here. The 30-year rates right now in uh, conventional FHA, VA, in USDA, all the government, the GSEs that buy these loans, the rates are anywhere from 4. Point, let's say 4.6 to 4.9% in that range, right? Which is pretty good. I mean, it's still below 5%. And by the way, I just paid off my house. I had a 15-year loan, and my loan was 5.125%. And that was all through all the years of, you know, high 2%, high 3%. And now we're into the almost back to where I had my 15-year loan. I didn't obviously refinance at the time because I was too far along in the loan payments to make it up in the last remaining five or six years of the loan. But for those of you out there who have loans um, in in the, uh, I guess, in the conventional space and are sold to Ginny, Freddie, and Fanny and are looking at perhaps getting money out of your home. And maybe you've had a change in circumstance for your employment. Maybe you were a W-2 person and now, you know, you're opening up your own business. There's a lot of businesses opening up. And you go down to Riverside, drive along uh, Riverside Drive, you, you go out to San Bernardino, you go along the 15, you go up to Hesperia, to Hammett, to Paris, a lot, Adelanto, a lot of spaces, I mean, a lot of places that I'm talking about, a lot of local businesses have opened up in the last two or three years. So if you were one of these people that said, you know what, darn it, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to start my own business. This is, you know, the American dream. I'm going to be my own boss. And you've switched yourself from a W-2 type person, which is, of course, the QM loan person, into the uh, the entrepreneurial person who's making money, but who doesn't report it all in your taxes, but who has bank statements to support what your income really is based on the cash flow going through your business. Now you're the non-QM person. Well, the rates between what they are now and what, what uh, Brian Hewitt was talking about earlier is it's really only a half, three quarters to a point different. So really, there, what is the benefit then of sticking with a GSE or sticking with a QM product, those products by which are bought and sold with Fannie and Freddie. If you've got more flexibility in going into a non-QM product, either with, uh, uh, let's just name a few of these companies. We, we've got Priority Financial Network, Angel Oak, Citadel, um, what's a couple of Athens? 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Capital, certainly. Some of these companies require that you have a non-owner occupied. Some of them require that if you hold title. Oh, and by the way, I was out in Las Vegas. We were doing a um, uh, the television show out there, the Las Vegas Real Estate Show. Ran into a guy at a, a mixer. I belong to this group called the Outback. The Outback is an investor. Outback, R-E-I-N, Outback Real Estate Investment Network. Now, that particular group, and there's tons of them, and then you can go to Facebook or any any social networking group and find many of these type of companies out there, and networking groups. So uh, Outback, R-E-I-N, which is a real estate investor, or you want to um, you know, lend money through a real estate investment network, the best thing to do is to have the property purchased in a trust, meaning that when the person wants to do the loan you want to loan out or you want to get a loan. Rather than go through the process of trying to go to a recorded um, deed on the property through the loan, have escrow go in to do that, have the foreclosure process be cumbersome, you might be able to get a better break on the note rate if you go through a trust, i.e. the property is held in trust. The buyer is the uh, beneficiary of the trust, and through the operating agreement that you and the lender have within that trust, both can be protected, and in the event of a default, there is an, a long process by which the seller, or not the seller, but the uh, lender on the property doesn't have to go through. But they may want to be able, they may be able to give you a lower note rate so that gap between three quarters of uh, a percent and one percent to the non-QM space may be able to shrink down to a half a percent. Now, nobody's going to default on a property they have equity in. Let's face it. If you're out there right now and you're thinking of going into either a hard money loan or some other type of non-QM loan where you can use this type of vehicle, and by the way, it was called, uh, it was out in Vegas, I forget the name of the company, but it was through another company called um, uh, For Sale by Owner Vault, F Fisbo Vault which is uh, something else I'm going to get to in a different segment of the show. But these type of vehicles can be used in order to lower the uh, rate on the loan because the risk to the lender is less because there's not this long um, procedure in order to foreclose on the property if, in fact, you default, which you're not going to because in a market like we have right now where we have ascending values, we have market values going up 6 to 10% per year depending on what market you're in, although we have seen some softening. I want to get to that in our next segment. There has been some flattening and softening, and what we have is long-term prognostications on one, what's going to happen in 18 months to two years, meaning 2020. What's going to happen to the economy? What's going to happen to the real estate market? And two, where are rates going? 
we are predicting that we're going to have another couple rate rises this year. So if that's true, where will actual mortgage rates be? And they are tied to the bond market, which, of course, is tied to the yield and also the economy and the GDP. So there's a lot of things going in that. But to get that answer, you know, stay tuned for the next section. If you're looking for the non-QM loan, which I think is a great product for a lot of people, especially those of you out there who are looking to buy and hold for a certain period of time, uh, Brian Hewitt over at uh, Remen talking about uh, the interest-only loan, which I love the product. If you're an investor and you're thinking about getting into a loan and you only want to own the property between five and seven years, which is probably maximum um, uh, time that you need to stay in the property. And everyone remembers now that we are four years, not two years, in terms of escaping any short-term capital gains. That was changed this year in the tax bill. used to be that every two years you could sell a property that you just bought and not pay capital gains tax, short-term capital gains. Well, that's not the case anymore. Check with your particular accountant before you uh, bank on what I'm saying, but that's something to be aware of. Anyway, we'll be right back. My name is Jeff Barton. I am your voice in the mortgage industry. Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. We'll be right back with more in just a moment. For questions or comments, send emails to info at malibufunding.net. Now, back to The Mortgage Voice with your host, Jeff Barton. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry, 888-713-2929. That's the telephone number. Pick up the phone and give us a call. We talk mortgages. If you'd like to see us online, go to themortgagevoice.com. Uh, my Twitter handle is at Jeff6493. Email is info at malibufunding.net. If you have a question and you just don't want to pick up the phone, email us. Uh, you can tweet at me. Anything you want to do in order to get your questions answered, we will be happy to do so. We try to bring to the show all the questions and answers and everything else that has to do with mortgages, but obviously we don't know everything. So if we don't have the answers, we're going to try to get you the answers by sending you to the correct person. Uh, we bring sh people on the show, as I said, who aren't from Malibu Funding, and that's the company that sponsors sponsors the show and also that I work for. So, uh, yeah, all those things being equal, let's get to the rates. Uh, one of the interesting things about rates this week is we've seen kind of a slowdown in the rise in rates, although we're anticipating the Fed to raise rates a couple more times um, by the end of the year, and that would be, of course, affecting your credit card, your car loan. But as an ancillary aspect of that, we usually see mortgage rates rise consider, uh, consummately uh, at the same rate that that does. So 30-year fixed rate right now is anywhere from 4.625 to 4.75%. Uh, the FHA rate, VA rate, 4.25 to 4.5%, and the 15-year fixed at 4.125%, and the ARM products. Again, those ARM products for people who are out there in the investment community who are looking for a short-term loan at the lowest possible um, payment, uh, those 5-1 ARMs are at 3.75% to 4.25%, and the mortgage rates themselves have stayed steady. So we're talking about what is going to happen in both the mortgage interest rates, which I just talked about, but also in the real estate market. I've been reading recently that we're looking at 2020, according to some, uh, that we'll see a recession of sorts. Uh, and I don't know what form it's going to be, but uh, obviously the economy being and doing as well as it has been and on the rise, particularly in the last quarter, we saw 4% GDP um, which 
the president was rightfully so touting as uh, one of the accomplishments of his administration. I think, uh, according to this article, and again, I don't know with these articles, whether there's political spin, you know, because everything is now called into question. Uh, but according to the article, it was talking about how the um, uh, stimulus package, which was obviously the tax cut uh, to businesses, is really what's happened in terms of making the economy grow at such a pace. We've had uh, durable goods orders increase. We've had uh, spending by companies increase. Uh, we're seeing a lot of repatriation of money, and all that money gets spent. So maybe that's one of the reasons why we have you know, a GDP of uh, 4%, 4.1%, as a matter of fact. But we also have consumer sentiment, which has been up, which I think is an indication that people feel pretty good about their job, what they're doing. Although, if you're in California right now, uh, and in some parts of the West, uh, your state is on fire, my state is on fire, and it's burning, burning, burning. And uh, anybody who's out there listening who's got... Um, obviously issues with that. I'm really sorry. I know what that is. I know the stress of it. I know the stress of weather-related issues. And um, uh, in the Inland Empire, in San Bernardino, Riverside, there are, you know, pockets that are burning right now, and I feel bad. Certainly up in the Tahoe area, I was there a week ago today, and the South Lake Tahoe area was on fire, and the sky was burning. I was up there doing a, a race. I think I t talked about it a little bit uh, earlier, uh, in different shows, yeah, it was it was tough because you could just see the fire embers burning and falling on things and just waiting for the combustibility to happen. And you know, it's it's tough to see. And we're seeing thousands of homes threatened, hundreds of homes lost. Yeah, it's not an easy thing. And right here where the studio is, and Daryl can speak to this too. Uh, last year's fire was not only scary, but took a, took a lot of uh, houses in the area. Yeah, it was it was tough uh, all the way around, especially this community. It started uh, in Fillmore, which right. is literally thirty miles away. Right. And to think that it could get from Fillmore to the sea to Ventura and up to San, that's the one that Santa ultimately uh, hurt uh, you know Montecito and Santa Barbara area. To imagine that that was possible is just well, the temperatures crazy. don't. Yeah, the temperatures don't help. I mean, if we're looking at uh, triple digits, I was in Las Vegas earlier in the week, 117, which I've I've never been in 117. It was unbelievable. A good friend of uh, the radio family here, uh, Timmy, had moved away, and he's up in Redding. And he's right. si oh sending gosh. me a map every day. It's getting closer and closer, and it's 100-degree-plus weather up there. And uh, yeah. Redding's, they're, they're having a tough time up there. I looked, yeah. I clicked on 114 pictures today of the fires around the state and the neighboring state in, in Nevada. It was frightening. Some dramatic photos. The heroism and, and the way that uh, firefighters just jump into this. I don't know if I could ever do a job like that. You? I, I don't think so. No, no I no. just, uh, I mean... I, I mean, no matter how heroic you would think that you would be under any circumstances, I mean, just the, the, the heat and the smoke. The heat. I mean, I've, I've had heat stroke a couple of times, and uh, fortunately for me, it's been, you know, on the golf course. It's certainly not out fighting fires. Right, exactly. I, I think those people, it's, it's just amazing, and they jump into it. I, was, I shared a plane ride with a guy a week or so ago, and he was a replacement firefighter. I think we talked about it on air last week, and he was going into the fire to be a replacement. He was a contract firefighter, which I guess the um, uh, BLM uses all the time. But just really, I mean, I don't, I don't think that uh, it, you can say enough about those type of people who goes into those situations. I feel bad for the people who are in the listing area, who are in the fire zones. Uh, stay, obviously, as cool as possible and stay safe. 
right? Yeah, as of today, we've lost a, a couple of firefighters yep, in the, two. the Yosemite I, area. Yeah. yeah, I've read that as well. Yosemite's closed today. Yeah, Yosemite is closed, and I'm supposed to go up there in September, but I don't know. With this type of weather, I don't see any break. And it's, you know, oddly enough, it's really humid, which is unusual. Although out in Vegas, it was 9% humidity, so it wasn't humid there. It's that dry heat. It's that, exactly. <laughs> on on that same uh, f- uh, front, but not as serious, is, okay, you're out there, you're a real estate agent, and you have people that are in your car, or they're driving behind you, and it's 110 degrees out, and you've got them on showing five to six properties. The tips to having your clients stay cool, what are they? There are five tips, and I'm going to ask Daryl, and uh, to kick in the music, and yeah. although there is no music, yeah. but Hy- hydrate, uh, hydrate, hydrate. Okay, yeah. right. The number one thing to staying cool is hydrate, and to make sure that when you're out there and showing properties, because believe it or not, when you go from air conditioned car to 110 degree heat or 100 degree heat into an air conditioning house, and then do the reverse back to the car, the amount of liquid that you lose just by talking and breathing is unbelievable. You don't notice it because it's so dry, you're not sweating, but you are sweating. So hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. What's number two on that list? With that in mind, I can't think of any of the other ones. uh... Okay, here's a tip for you. If you are uh, seeing a house, and you are driving there, and uh, you're either with your agent or your agent's in the next car, have somebody stay in the car and keep the air conditioning on. The less time you spend in that heat, the better. And if you come out of a house after a half hour showing, and you have to wait for your car to be able to cool down again, that in and of itself is a way to get overheated. So if you have someone in the car, and they keep the air conditioning on with the engine on, obviously, this is tip number two for you. Yeah, the real estate agent that says, oh, yeah, the air conditioning just stopped working yesterday. Exactly. Don't get in the car. Don't get in that car. No, get, don't, exactly. No. Okay, number three on the list is? Have some uh, cucumber water waiting in the, in the place. Yes. If you get into a house and they, you know, God forbid or heaven forbid, they have no air conditioning in the house, get out of that house as quickly as possible. Do not stand in a house at 110 degrees without air conditioning. Remember, you can always come back when it's cooler, but you cannot recover from, because the only thing you're going to remember from a house that you passed out in is passing out. You're not going to remember the house. You're not going to remember the agent. You're just going to be, you know, waiting for somebody to come and help you pick you up and take you into an air-conditioned car. So make sure that if you go into an air-conditioning house, it's air-conditioning and it's on. Number four on the list would be? little cold towel on the forehead. little cold towel on the forehead is absolutely right. If Now, there are a lot of these do-rags or there are a lot of... Um, uh, ways by which if you're outside a lot, you know, you you stick your hat or your scarf in cold water and you wrap it around your head. These also are good tricks when you're out viewing property. You can always maintain a, a bucket of ice in the car or some kind of cool liquid that you could have a rag that you can either dab your head or tie around your neck. This is a, a great way to do it. And the fourth and final one is? Beer hat. <laughs> Stay home. Okay. okay. Beer, beer hat. If it's really hot and you've got schedule out there, you don't have to go on these scheduled appointments if it's 100, 110 degrees. And if you have any any feeling that you're dehydrated or underhydrated, stay home. Those are our top five tips. Daryl, thanks very much for jumping in. My pleasure. Okay, and I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. We'll see you next time.
You're listening to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. For more on today's topic, visit www.malibufunding.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit